Hello and welcome to another week's episode of the Cardinal Cast. I am your host, Lonnie Watson, high school counselor, joined always by Mr. Jerry Mack, high school principal, where we talk about all the things high school related. We've had a variety of topics already. I think we've been at all this uh, four or five episodes, maybe. Yeah. Um, yeah, and so today's going to be kind of an interesting one, too. But to start, we survived homecoming. We survived, yes. And then the weather's coming in the week after, so it's kind of probably good we got it in last week. So as we record this, I think it's in the 30s. There's moisture outside. Um, I think we're having to postpone softball as we speak, so I'm kind of glad last week worked. It worked so, very yeah. well. Yeah. And this week's episode is not even about grinding, you guys. <laughs> we didn't even make it about grinding. No, the, the high school dance went fine. It went great. Yeah, it went, went good. So I think everyone had a good time. The week, truthfully, the homecoming week went really well, so... Um, I, I don't know, I kind of judge it by whether the weather holds, you can get all the different activities in, there's just a lot going on. Um, I know our coaches were really busy and sponsors, uh, student council, shout out to the Shannon High School Student Council mm-hmm. students and, and sponsors. They're the ones that organize the week and, and uh, do a lot of the advertisement for us, so they did a nice job. They did great. There was, yes, I thought the days were really fun. You can always tell when student council picks good days why how many kids dress up. Tons yeah, of kids. And we had that new one this year, Visco. Oh, Visco Day was a huge hit, you guys. No one knows what Visco means. We still it's don't kinda know. It's kind of like talking. We still don't know what that means as adults, but still we're, we're here for it. We love it. Yeah. We love Visco girls. No, and Friday was a fun day. It was one of those where <laughs> one time, I couldn't even, I don't even recall, I had two different things going on, grabbing kids left and right, and I look out, and there's two hoverboards coming in the front door. <laughs> <laughs> Yay, Some fun seniors. I know that's what you know. I'm being all growly about it, but uh, later I was able to kind of uh, joke and laugh about that a little bit with the kids. Um, but that's kind of what high school is. It's you know you want it to be fun. You want Absolutely. the variety. So yeah, I want to ride around on a hoverboard. Let's be honest. I know. I that was the conversation I had with them afterwards. I told them when they were done, you know, just make sure they don't break any lights out in the halls. That's and they're right. like. Are you saying we can ride them in the hall? No, and I'm like I'm not saying. I'm just that. saying not to break lights is what I told them. <laughs> Take it from there. So, yeah, we had the burning of the sea on Monday night, and that was a new design, and and that's been slowly improved. And I, there's already some uh, discussion on how to improve that the actual sea burning uh, part for next year. So, yeah, anxious uh, to roll. You know, homecoming sometimes marks at least the halfway point, if not further, in the in the athletic seasons and. Uh, I know softball is going to wind up here pretty soon and get to sub-districts. Um, and then just, golf has got districts right guys the corner. Say, yep. Golf is the other one that hits at the same yep. time, and then boom, it's it's cross-country, yep. volleyball, and football. So we're, we're rolling. How does it go so fast? I don't know, because it takes me till homecoming to figure out which students are in which grade. <laughs> There's always this delay. It's like, well, because you you're still calling the freshmen from exactly. last year freshmen, and they yeah. don't like that. So they you don't know like that the freshmen, you, you know, they're new to the building, so they're freshmen. But it's like, you're really a senior? You know, it's like homecoming week. Going, you're really a junior already? That just blows my mind. So, um, But it was a fun week. All went well. So It was great. It was great. And, like, we had fun last week. So this week, let's talk about sexting and social media oh there we go <laughs> let's go let's, let's just go there you know we did homecoming got all loosened up but now i'm ready um to talk this week our title for today's <clears throat> cardinal cast is snaps sex and social media i i don't even know if i can spit all that out no it's hard the sad part is is i don't you know this i don't have a snapchat account nope i don't even have facebook nope. i don't have a lot of social media um 
but yet I know a lot about um, Snapchat. Um, Snapchat is the new Facebook. You know, oh, I've, it's what they're on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. th- this is a true story. Not too many years ago, probably four or five years ago even, I would start a Monday morning with someone bringing me printed out list of everything said on Facebook, the dialogue between students mm-hmm. um, that might create problems in the school. But it was Facebook. Mm-hmm. And now it's Snapchat. Yep. And, and and Snapchat has really replaced texting too. Right, yeah. They don't even that's the other yep. thing is so for a while there it was the, the text messages mm-hmm. and you would try to get screenshots and different things of that. Um, and that's moved. I don't even know if the students really use text messenger as or much messaging as much. Snapchat. Yeah, as, mm-hmm. as a Snapchat itself. So not not uh, hating on Snapchat by any means, but there are some issues that arise that We'll take a chance to visit with about some of that today and what and how we handle it, how we manage it. Yeah. So this might be good for what? Obviously, parents. Obviously. I want to talk to kids a little bit yeah. about social media and texting, too. Some things they hear me say all the time. But, and um, educators, some, too. Some perspective and educators on, yeah. on how we deal with it. And um, it's yeah. not going away. And keep keep providing some comments. We're getting some feedback mm-hmm. um, about these uh, videos we know some of you are over here on Instagram, some of you are, let's point to them, up there on Facebook, and some of you are right here on the YouTube Cardinal Cast. So wherever you're joining us from, uh, we really do appreciate the comments and the feedback. Um, and it doesn't look pretty from our end, just so you know. We're like three devices and a coffee mug, and I'm on a phone book, and we got a box of paper. Is this paper? Cardboard box. Cardboard yeah. box. Paper I think box. it might have had printer paper in it. Yeah, but. it didn't tell but. A minute, ago. a minute ago. We're trying <laughs> so. to get all media, so whatever is easiest yeah. for you guys in social media, right. wherever you're on. Um, I will say this. Let's let's talk about, I think, the two most important things we could talk about today. Um, Snapchat and Instagram. That's okay. where I noticed kids okay. are the most. And I have some apps and some things to be aware of kind of down the road, but those are the two places I see the most issues. That's where the drama seems to happen. Can I call it the drama? I think I think that's fair. I think yeah. we call a lot of things we deal with drama. Yep. We know as adults, um, and Jerry and I know as administrator and counselor, that Snapchat stories, text sent via Snapchat, they don't go away, right? They might. We might think they go away. We have had to be involved in some icky cases where we have had to have the police subpoena those records so they can be found. But most often what happens is the friend just takes a picture of it with their phone or the parent. Right. or um, So we just try to coach kids up on that obviously isn't going away. Um, it's, not, it's not disappearing is what I'm trying yeah. to say. Snapchats are the, the easy one. And like I said, I don't have an account, so I don't see that the user side of it. Um, but I can tell you that their, their screenshots get sent to me or people just taking pictures of a phone. Yep. Parents have been very helpful and working with some of the social media stuff we run into. Uh, sometimes that's how information comes to us. Um, that's not always something for the school, for us mm-hmm. to step in, but I think it's an awareness for you know where we need to have eyes in the building. So I heard at a conference this summer, and I thought it was kind of powerful, we are raising digital natives, whereas they've never known anything else. They yeah. are digital natives, in, and we are immigrants, right? right. We, have, we right. have not had it as long as they have. We hadn't, haven't had it as the age they have had it. So it's a very interesting time to be a parent in social media because we tend to be raising kids that are natives to this area that that we are not as familiar right. with. 
Um, yeah, I mean, I remember the first bag phone. But remember what bag phones were? Well, they got great service. <laughs> they did. Had to put the antenna up on the car. Oh, it was know, perfect. Transport. Um, Seriously, my stepmom worked. We She drove from Spearfish to Harding County. If anyone's ever been to Harding County, Buffalo, South Dakota, every day. And she got reception the whole way on a bag phone. <laughs> Verizon's not doing that anymore, you guys. No. There's no reception yeah. like that bag phone. Um, and then, you know, I imagine uh, some of our parents out there of young ones, you know, they, they might have been around the, or some of the cell phone. But the smartphone thing, these kids mm -hmm. that we have in our building, I think, mm -hmm. grew up with screens in front of them, you know, handheld screens and smartphones, um, that it, that's what they know. Um, so yeah, it's, uh, I don't know, I'm kind of, I'm curious where you, your slant on where we're going with the uh, snaps, sexting, and social media today, um, because I kind of want to jump in with a few things that I see that work with, but I, I'm just going to be honest with everyone there. I'm going to lean on you a little bit today because <laughs> I, I do feel Snapchat. ignorant because this stuff gets brought to me. I, I'm yep. not a creator on a lot of social media accounts. It gets brought into me in a little different format than I think what people who use this. Well, and I think as I'm going to stop, start with the parent side of things, um, my children are young, but I can even notice, and I notice in our teenagers here too, mm -hmm. when my daughter stares at a screen, she's a psycho. She just turns psycho. Whether it's Mickey Mouse, it's Dora, I don't care what it is, it automatically breeds a little bit of psycho. So I want you guys to know we are all that way. And I think our teenagers are no different. Too much of it breeds psychotic behavior. Just come if you wanna if you want to test my theory, come watch my four-year-old for an hour after I give her the screen, the iPad for a little bit, even if it's cartoons, educational games, I don't mm -hmm. care what it is. Um, maybe it's Dora. Well, Maybe Dora's doing most, something subversive. It's most definitely Dora yeah, as well. Subliminal messaging. So <laughs> it is fancy Nancy. <laughs> I hate her. No, I love her. Um, here's where I want to start. Snaps, sex, social media. If I were a parent or an educator, I suppose my first question that I wrote down would be, how do I know what my kids are doing on their phones right. um, and social media? And how can I regulate screen time? Because I said, myself included, we are all psychos when we have too much of it. How can I regulate screen time without being enemy numero uno? Yeah. Right? Just, yeah. Still having that positive relationship, but regulating screen time. And that's, you know, there's a, I'm just going to jump to that right now because it's the same, teaching is the same way. Like you yeah. want to be a liked teacher. You let them have But if oh. you don't have boundaries, mm -hmm. um, it's, they don't like you for the right reasons. And I think it's the same thing as, as parenting. I mean, it takes boundaries mm -hmm. to create that respect. So, I don't know, that's just my theory anyway. Absolutely. And in my office, I'll just hit on the educators, any yeah. teacher that would be watching this. Um, it is best for me, teachers, if you have a basket or make the phones go away right. for the class period. Unless you are so engaged in what you're doing on something, which very rarely is a whole block. Yeah. Because kids, and we've talked about this before, you guys, they have a hard time not texting parents right when whatever grade comes out, whenever what friend hurts their feelings, in the moment, and then parents, we try to save because we love our kids, and all of a sudden, we're making it worse. Like, we're making it worse with the teachers, we're making it worse with the friends, the kid made it worse, they're in my office, they're in Mr. Mac's office, and so, if an educator is watching this, I would say, as a school counselor, I beg for you to have a stronger phone policy, and to get those, I know we have like phones down on the desk or just away. I mean like away. 
<laughs> is what my bag would Plus, be. as a teenager, they're seeing everyone give up their phone. Mm-hmm. Everyone right. has to put a phone in the basket. And I think that's easier for you as an individual mm-hmm. to give yours up if everyone else is doing it. Absolutely. Kind of creates that little critical mass that we're all doing it. So Absolutely. that part makes sense too. And um, as a the administrator in the building, I, we really don't set a, a policy mm-hmm. for on how our teachers want to deal with it. Um, when it becomes an issue and a distraction, then then I'll work with the teacher, and the teachers uh, do a great job. But um, but that's what we'll try to establish. Mm-hmm. Maybe classroom routines. Um, young teachers getting into the uh, new to the classroom. Sometimes it takes a while for them to figure out what works for them. So we have a variety of things in our building from the phones can just be in your pocket. It doesn't, um, as long as it's not distracting uh, to the learning environment, away it goes. Some, some have the basket in the front or the back of the room. Every student has to put their phone in the basket. Um, some have face down on the desk. Um, so there's just a variety of things. So we kind of try to make it fit the teacher a little bit, what the teacher is trying to establish in the classroom. Absolutely. So let's answer this question. How do you know what your kid's doing on social media? How do we know what our kids are doing on social media? I'll tell you, other kids are sharing with me. I'm sure they're sharing with you what they're doing on social media. When there's mean stuff, we see it. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're thankful and blessed to have coached up a good group of kids who get it. Like, we take care of each other in this building. Um, so... So there's probably something, if you're not monitoring your kids' social media, there's probably maybe something on there that shouldn't be. Um, I, I don't freak out about that, though. I actually think, like, my flip there is, can that be a positive conversation between parent and That's student right. if it's monitored? Right. I know where you're going. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, so sometimes even when there's something not appropriate happening mm-hmm. on there, it allows, it opens up the conversation. Mm-hmm. Is that where you kind of go? Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah, like you find something. So then what do you do when you find something? Yeah. Like it was something mean, it was something sexual, it was something, yeah. you know. Yeah, so you don't bullying. have to be in attack mode right. uh, to the student. You can um, create conversation absolutely. right and wrong and say, have those important discussions as a parent and child. But you can't if you don't monitor. Exactly. Yeah, there's no way to have those conversations if you're not monitoring. Um and I know it feels like an invasion of their privacy, but I'm here to tell you as somebody who works with 14 to 18-year-olds every single day, they need those boundaries. Like they need at least the fear that you may invade that privacy from time to time right. to keep them from the ugly side of it. I really think so. Well, we got, as you know, we have students who feel isolated, mm-hmm. um, maybe from parents, because the parent isn't. I know it sounds counterintuitive almost, but... I really think students respect um, when the parent or the teachers or you know mm-hmm. these adults in their lives actually have boundaries and expectations. I agree. Um, yeah, it feels like they're in a way that you're, we're cared for Absolutely. because they're watching me. Yeah. So they care for me is kind Absolutely. of the message that comes out. So, so how do you monitor? So there are tons of ways. Um, I don't have the answer to all of these because I don't have a teenager in my house that I have to yet with a cell phone. Um, I have had great um, conversations with parents that use parental controls. Like, um, they have iPhones, and the iPhones shut them down at a certain time. Oh, so is that through, like, an app or something? Through, yep. Parental through. access, or mm-hmm. kind of like the old cable TV boxes that they have those two. <laughs> need a code to get in. Yeah. Yep, absolutely. But I think there are apps. Yeah. I think you just having passwords to your kid's account um, could yeah. be... Uh, 
enough to get on there from time to time. Even if you're not getting on there, just for the student to know that you have access, yep. that you can get access to the account mm -hmm. by having the password. I, our kids, some of our best honor roll kids have what are called Finsta accounts. Yeah. Kids who are watching this, you know some of you have them yeah. or you know an upperclassman who has had one. Uh, those are really easy to find because if they have an Instagram account, you click on the profile picture and like for mine, um, I might come up as Shattern High School or Lonnie Watson mm -hmm. and I can go to either account um, if I want to post a Cardinal cast, for instance. So just even Googling how to look for some of those things and knowing they exist and just not assuming because your kid's an honor roll kid or they're a great kid that they're not doing it. What's Finsta? F fake Instagram yeah. account. Yeah. Yeah. So that, there again, I'm not a user, but yeah. I know Finsta because that's... Yeah. So, so a student will set up a fake profile, mm -hmm. a fake account, so they can act differently under some mm -hmm. other... Yeah. And some of it's like... To, like just conversation starters, right? I have girls in my building who start Instagram, fake Instagram accounts, just so they can post non-pretty pictures of themselves and not have people judge them. Right. Oh, it breaks my heart. Like that breaks my heart. Yeah. Yeah. So we have people, kids, doing that just so they can show a non-curated version of themselves, like the real. It, it could be totally appropriate, but just the real version. Right. And I even think that is a like. Let's flip that to a blessing on. Let's have a conversation of why we don't have to be our curated self 100% right. of the time, how we can be authentic and real. Uh, but you'd be surprised. They, ha they have these accounts. Um, they're, they're sharing them with each other. They're not sharing them with all right. the adults, and we tend to find them through so they, each other. I assume they're just kind of trying to have a more confidential mm -hmm. conversation with friends or other mm -hmm. people out there. So, and it, Or they feel like yeah. it's not being viewed so much, or people don't know who's yeah. doing the, 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 the communication. Over 50% of kids in a nationwide poll um, said that they would change their behavior on social media if their parents monitored it more. And that scares me. I know you know this because we've talked about it. Mm -hmm. um, what percent of parents follow? Well, how did that one stat go? Um, I think it was less. I can't remember exactly. Like I think I don't think I wrote it down. Like Sixty-seven percent of parents don't monitor students uh, other yeah. children's online presence or social media we need to get mr pow pow up in here for yeah. that one because i know he i should have brought the that exact in because yeah. that, that's where we got the data was mr pow pow and yep. his beginning of the year um program so mm -hmm. the high school parents that are watching this you saw the program yep. and saw a bunch of that data that, that he was showing but you know the other the tip that i'll throw in here because i know um parents use it well Parents will go ahead and get a Snapchat account oh, great idea. When, when their 13 yep. or whatever 15-year-old gets the account as well. Yep. Um, and that's kind of a safe way where you can now communicate with your child. You can see the platform they're using, and you can use it also as communication. And I think even though like I, I my, my children are grown, so I don't have to worry about it right now. I think my, my youngest is 26. Um, but I think if if that was today's day and age if i had kids coming through as teenagers whether i wanted to or not i can tell you i don't want a snapchat account or those different um, oh, social but it media can be accounts beautiful. It can but be. I, I, know. I think as a parent i think you kind of are obligated I to figure so out and live on the same platforms that your children yeah. are on and communicating from so i think that's a great way to monitor as well and you're modeling at the same time so you can be not not that you're going to see all the communication we understand yeah. that but you're going to be so much more a part of the online world that they're living. Absolutely. And we could go, and I tried to not go through and list like parental control apps because like I said, yeah. 
I, I'm just dangerous in the amount of information I know. Um, and I'm going to say that I just can't be confident in the right ones for you and your kids. Like, right. I'm just dangerous enough to know a little bit about it, but not enough to say what's right for you. Um, you could Google them. There's parental control apps. There's all these things. But seriously, you guys, no app is going to beat a good, healthy relationship with your kid, right? And constantly right. having these discussions right. about digital citizenship and um, positive behaviors and it, it like that Snapchat app, you guys, and the bullying that goes on there. And it's too easy to take a picture of someone's crack hanging out and to say something funny. Like, it's not appropriate. You know, yeah. it's mean. Yeah. And um, it's just too easy, right? I say a lot of things I don't freak out about because right. it's like it's almost too easy. So I almost just wait for it to happen. Um, and then when it happens, it's like, oh, what an opportunity to talk. Yeah, I agree with that. I want to talk yeah. about streaks. Oh, here we go. Streaks. Streaks are a thing. So does this have to do with sexting? Are we no. talking about streaking? What's no streaking. <laughs> we'll get to sexting. Streaks in Snapchat, basically, um, you have a buddy, and every day you guys send each other a message. And you you guys, they have streaks in the thousands, thousands <laughs> of days of this stuff. It's insane. That's years. Years of streaks. So you and your buddy have this streak how many days we've sent things back and forth. Like kids have told me they wake up in the morning to a black bedroom. There's no, like right now there's no light. There's no sun up yet. And they're taking a picture of the black dark just to keep the streak alive. That's the first thing they do in the morning. So how many different streaks are they trying to keep alive? That's my question. I don't know. That seems exhausting to me. So you might have to take the first half hour of the day just to... Right? Your no, streak obligations. Your streak obligations could take you 45 oh, minutes of the day. Oh, my goodness. Is that not exhausting you, to you? Like, my email is exhausting to me. That's stressful and thinking have, about it. I totally agree. So... I think it's exhausting. Um, so if your kid mm. maybe talk to them, if they have a streak going, it's it's not necessarily inappropriate by any means. Right, it's right, right. But exhausting. it's an obligation that I have to get on the yeah. social media platform. Let's change How smart is Snapchat to even have that feature? And, like, it doesn't pull us as adults, yeah. but it pull, the kids are obsessed with Man, it. Man, I need to use this to our advantage. We need to have attendance streaks. I want so a when you walk in the attendance. front door, when you walk in the front door... Hey, 28 straight days. Streak. Yeah. But no streaking. No. Just streaks. <laughs> like, seriously, let's have a conversation with yeah. our kids, and we're trying to. I want a streak of you saying one nice thing to a kid every single day. Oh, there you See go. See how far you can make it, how many days in so, a row that streak. Only positive streaks are counted. Then. Only positive streaks. There you go. I want attendance. A streak of attendance. Oh, but. I love that. We've been, yeah, I can get started on chronic attendance right now. We've Looking at our data, the old Shattered High School is going down a little bit. These in this next year, we our chronic attendance is going really high. By by that, I just mean kids that are not in school. Mm-hmm. They're That's they're on prearranged trips with family. They're just other things. Ill. Uh, uh, I don't even want to get started yet. It's, we had you can go back and watch our attendance. <laughs> yeah, our ranking is going down. Attendance is a is a reason. Well, and we hit it on the podcast. Ugh, we did talk about it. I talked about it before I even knew the the ratings were changing. And yeah. It's like, oh my goodness, it's even it's going to hit us worse than I thought. So, okay, so the streaks, the obligation. Yep. Yep. Begin by monitoring your kids online. Oh, okay. However, that looks for you. Authentic conversations. If they do screw up online, don't freak out too much. Yep. I mean, do your rules, boundaries. Um, but have those conversations, set those relationships, think of it as a good opportunity. Um, step two, I think, how can I help my child do less screen time without being enemy number one? Remember I said that? Um, model it, 
right? Okay. Because if you put your phone not in your bedroom at night, it's hard to be enemy number one. Like, if it is a set expectation in the house, maybe it hasn't been, but now it is. You're modeling it. You're not okay. aimlessly scrolling on okay. Instagram or, or doing a streak with somebody. Okay. You know, if you model it, I think it's less likely you're going to be the enemy. I agree with my that. thoughts. And I think it creates an awareness for you mm-hmm. of your use. Absolutely. Of the, how, how often you're on the phone as well. I know I need it. I know yeah. I'm guilty of it from time to time. Um, so the last thing I want to talk about from the school counseling office and social media is I try to coach kids to build their own online brand. Um, and that has to be positive, right? Because everybody's looking at this. College admissions right. reps. Right. Scholarship committees. Everyone's look coaches, college coaches. I asked you this one time um, if you it, if you're a college admissions person, rate these in order: ACT score when you're looking mm-hmm. at a prospective student, important. GPA, important. Online social media presence. Um, I say online presence, online presence, and online presence for all three. See, I think you're. I think you're right. I mean. GPA, yeah. GPA and ACT is just a simple t- table. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, here's your GPA going across here. Here's your ACT score where they match. Boom, here, presto, here's some dollars you get mm-hmm. for that. Then they start talking about the student. Mm-hmm. And the resumes are social media. I mean, I, I employ people. We hire people to teach and work uh, in our district. Um, you're silly if you think we don't look at social media or have people that can look at social media for us. But you don't have Facebook. How do you look for us? You, you just get the people who That's do. That's right. You know how <laughs> you to use it. Yeah. So, um, but you have to. That is the new resume. It is. So the paper resume is merely work history and some contact information to get some references. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, I'm just going to be honest with you as an employer, I might call a reference that's listed on a piece of paper, but... The trick is to call people who aren't on there. If you know where they work, you call, like, for, for us, if I'm hiring a teacher, I call and I talk to that secretary. They know more about a school Absolutely. than these other cooperating teachers and principals, mm-hmm. et cetera. Um, so, you, again, you're trying to find it. And where do they get their information? How do they base their, their knowledge of the character of this person? Social media Social is a big, is a big um, piece of that. So... I could go on and on about it. I think the the resume of today is your social media presence. I think so, too. Um, we as adults, I mean, we probably judge each other a little bit by that. Oh, absolutely, yeah. So, and, and th- there might be some stress that comes with that because, man, this person's doing really good, really promoting and all this. Mm-hmm. I feel that as an administrator at times. Like, there's other administrators in the state that they're constantly pushing stuff and positive messaging and different things, and I'm like, Man, I know I do posters and I do a lot of promotions and we're trying to do you know these broadcasts live like this, but man, I don't know if I'm doing enough, you know. So um, yeah, so that that modeling, I think that's a place for us to learn it. Um, um, but this whole um, where am I, uh, the resume piece mm-hmm. it's um, big. of where other people are going to judge our character and judge us is going to be. Online. Online. It, it just is. It just is. That's where we're at. That's where everyone's at. Well, Mr. Powpaw calls it digital le- uh, legacy. Mm-hmm. It's not digital citizenship, how to be nice online anymore. It's digital legacy. It's your forever footprint. It is. That you don't go go back and erase. No. You know, it's, it's there. It's there. And I think that really, again, turns a way that us as educators can talk with kids about that. Yeah. Um, you know, we can have future-focused conversations and include social media about... Um, what do you think a college or employers might think when they see this? Um, 
Or what do you think they might want to learn about you with the stuff you post? Can you turn it into something that you use opposed to like a pastime that consumes your time, right? Can you use it for a purpose instead of a pastime? Um, and I, I won't lie. I tell kids all the time. I mean, I'm guilty of it too. I love to follow people on Instagram's my guilty pleasure and Snapchat for sending um, my parents pictures of my kids. We love it. Mm -hmm. Um, Another favorite app of mine is Marco Polo. I love that too for like the FaceTime interaction. Um, And I'm guilty of scrolling as well. And if we have students that are guilty of scrolling or adults or anybody needs that, please follow positive people. Because I think oh, yeah. you are who you associate with. If you start following mm-hmm. people who are just killing it and speaking good language, all of a sudden you'll pick up their language. That's a good, good Following thing. people who are working out, then all of a sudden you're working out a little bit. I mean, mm-hmm. what you consume helps yeah. what you kind of promote. And I, I might have said this on a previous video, but... I said that too. Yeah, it's, it's, you know, to me it's, it's who you associate with, mm-hmm. the, 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 yeah. the, the people you associate with, the books you read mm-hmm. and what you watch, the movies, mm-hmm. TV, video, YouTube now, yeah. um, that's what shapes us as people, the music we listen to, just mm-hmm. all of that that we absorb. Well, where do we absorb that now? Social media. Uh-huh. You we know, do. like for me, I, I Twitter is, is the social media platform I do use. I get most of my regional, world news, national news, sport, sporting teams. I follow that all through Twitter now. Absolutely. Um, but, the, but the other thing is, so if you're going to feed yourself through social media, Make sure you follow positive influences. Yep. Um, and we promote some of those occasionally with some different student yeah. groups. Um, but just to, and us as adults, that's really powerful too. You know, follow the positive messages, the yep. inspirational, you know, people. Like I enjoy, like, you know, some of what I follow, but some of these ex-military people, they're really into um, inspirational stuff now and motivating people. And I thought you were going to say John Wayne quotes. Yeah, I follow like three John Wayne <laughs> accounts. <laughs> so, of course I do. Of course you do. Um, but that's what shapes us. And so yeah. if, you know, I talk about all the time, you are who you associate with. Well, that's an example of you You have every right to choose who you're following online mm-hmm. to influence yourself. Get rid of the negative. Yep. You know, so, you know, I know that right away on Twitter. If I'm following someone, it's just I can't do negative. Mm-hmm. I, I know it seeps into me pretty fast, um, so I just can't follow and yep. um, negativity. It just drives me crazy. Me too. Me too. Ain't nobody got time for that. Right. Um. So yeah, I I think we can do it as educators and mm-hmm. as adults and as parents without being enemy number one. And for students right. watching it, um, even if you have made some inappropriate decisions on. Uh, a format like Snapchat, um, there's some apps, and I'm going to post the presentation that I'm doing for teachers tomorrow. I'm going to go ahead and post that, too. There are some apps that I just would prefer your kids not have on their phone. Um, There are, like, Ask Ask FM is one. Um, YOLO is another one I don't love. These are private um, anonymous texting there's one called Monkey, and it's a picture of a monkey, and that's chat roulette. So they're just going to hit, it's like a FaceTime with a random person. I mean, mm. that not appropriate. You cannot filter what comes in. You don't know who they're talking to. And we're going to get into sexting now, and I'm going to mm. tell you what. We have stories, you guys. Mm-hmm. There are people in our community and in this world that solicit kids for all sorts of things using social media and texting apps, and it happens and we are lucky that we've got to help be like 
with law enforcement's help, catch some of these predators. Uh, but it's scary. And any of those apps that are anonymous, the Ask FM, they used to be a Yik Yak, that's no longer. The YOLO, Kick. the Monkey. Kick is scary. And I know I even the little boogers in our, like, the third, fourth, fifth, sixth graders use Kick to message with their parents. Kick is scary, you guys. It, there's a lot of anonymous messaging that goes on those apps. If an app is geared to kids... Mm-hmm then that's where the predators are going to go. That's, where that's what we found out. It's, it is. So once, you know, yep. if kick is geared in, in to youth, mm-hmm. that's where the predators go. Mm-hmm. And they're going to pretend to be somebody else. Yep. We have real stories of protecting kids and working with kids mm-hmm. that have dealt with this. Um, and before we get into sharing too much about sexting, I just want to back up because... Um, we were talking about, so sexting is usually images. I work, it's not, it could be the communication, but it's also images and videos as well. We've dealt with all of that. Yeah. Um, the vaulting app. So parents, just make sure that you're aware. Just do some, just do some research or Google vaulting or the hidden app. So it's a, an app that looks like a calculator. It acts like a calculator on the phone, but it's really, you put in a code into the calculator and now hidden images. It's a photo vault is what it is. Yep. And you can actually just take a phone and do a search on the phone for the apps for vaulting or hidden, and it'll tell you which ones are. Mm-hmm. I'm not an expert at it, but I've seen them. Um, and they and, change. Like, the minute we get yeah. good, and that's why we're dangerous with what we know, because the minute we think we right. know the app to look for is when it's changed. Right. So that's why I say we're dangerous with the information okay. we know, because we know enough to be pretty savvy at it, mm-hmm. but I'm never savvier than the app makers. They come out with one all the time. So sexting, just to kind of start this one. So... Mm-hmm. Um, it's not, sometimes it's, it's, uh, student to student. It might be minor to minor and it might be adult to minor or vice versa. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the last, um, um, case or incident was, um, uh, an older adult, um, was grooming and built up mm-hmm. to like a 15 year old. Um, it, it became solicitation. Um, we've seen it all. We've seen where, uh, we've seen revenge porn mm-hmm. where boyfriend, girlfriend break up um, and then boyfriend releases nude pictures publicly on a social media platform. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, that stuff has gone to court. Yeah. Um, it's pretty cut and dry um, what happens when you have inappropriate images stored on a phone, uh, just mm-hmm. whether you're an adult or a minor. Um, yeah, solicitation drugs for sex. We've had that one. So the one I see the most in my office is I see the the girl, and it's probably because I'm female and the girls. I mean, I, I have lots of of both genders that come and talk to me about whatever, but I see the teenage girl. It's usually a freshman come into my office and say, "I did a dumb thing. Mm-hmm. I sent a nude to so and so, my boyfriend, the boy I was talking to, and now." I think he sent it to somebody, or I'm yeah. just scared who has all seen it. Right? Right, absolutely. Because once you send it, and when I say a nude, it could just be a topless photo. It doesn't yeah. have to be a, anything that we would think of as pornographic. It, right. Um, but I see that quite a bit. I see it every year in our school. Yeah. And so if I see it once a year, I know it's happening way more than that. Mm-hmm. And consent doesn't really matter a lot mm-hmm. with minors. Um, here's where I'm going to just go with this. And I, and I've offered this to parents each year when we do the the beginning of the year program, our local law enforcement is so stinking good at protecting kids that what, what you're talking about is if, if 
when we find out or we hear that there's a new number one, parents are notified. So mm-hmm. don't don't worry and call us if you, you haven't been involved in this in the past because by law you have to be notified as a parent. So you already know. You would know. Yeah. Um, we, we always call we, parents. We never, ever, ever see images no. or touch the phone or take the phone. We no. stay out of that we completely can't. and yeah. hand it off to law enforcement. And I'm just telling you, I just want to put a few plugs out for the Shattern Police Department they work on this mm-hmm. for us. They are so good at working with families, of protecting kids, getting the images from the other phone. Let's say one time it was a revenge porn case and the kid was um, not from this county. Um, they were able to mm-hmm. use law enforcement yep. at the other community, um, get the phone and actually secure and make sure that we didn't the, no images, inappropriate images were stored anymore on the phone. State Patrol is super handy when it comes to this. They have people who, that's just what they do. Mm-hmm. They can um, really dig into phones, and we've had that um, happen with kids in the past here as well. Um, uh, so law enforcement is who we go through. They, they, they know the law to the detail of what, what a photo has to be to be inappropriate. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, whether Pornographic sounds like um, really graphic. It doesn't have it does to be. It does not have to be, yeah. no. Um, so they're really good with it. Um, mm-hmm. Snapchat, that's some of the issues we had when it first came out was um, a photo image. Um, and it might not even be school. Most of these aren't school related, by the way. Mm-hmm. It happens somewhere else. But we hear about it in our job. We're mandatory reporters. So if we hear of this stuff, we have to report it to law enforcement, yep. which automatically brings the family, the parents or the guardians in as well. So if you ever run into an issue with um Sexting, parents just know that it's a really slow grooming process, whether it's a relationship, yep. boyfriend, girlfriend, or just whether... just had this. Yep. Yeah, or whether um, I, one time it was a couple of times. It's mm-hmm. some predator outside the state, yep. um, and, and state patrol is super helpful. They've resolved this every single time, by the way. Mm-hmm. They make sure the images are all gone off of all the phones, all the servers. They subpoena whatever social media platform they have to. Um Parents, I'm just going to let you know, law enforcement is your go-to for sexting. Yeah. Um, and that, that means some of the texting communication, the te- the actual typing texts. Mm-hmm. Um, if it becomes um, like you feel like it's um, coercive or mm-hmm. kind of a, I don't know if I want to say sexual assault kind of thing, but it, through words, um, again, law enforcement, they, they're just so helpful. They, mm-hmm. This is what these people do for mm-hmm. our kids yeah. when we don't even know what's going on. You yeah. know, most of our staff in this building don't even know. Yeah. I, in fact, I'd say probably outside of you and I, it's people don't know. They don't have any idea. Because no. our job is once we find out about it, turn it over and we, we steer the family with the student into uh, the law enforcement and it's taken care of outside of the school. We just feel good that we can connect them with the people who, who can take care and resolve this for them. Yep. Because it's just, we've yeah, dealt it with It just too happens. Much. It happens too much. Yeah. And so that makes me feel like we still, and I know we're having these conversations every year. We yeah. force you to come in and have it with us. It just, it's not enough for us to have it this one time. We have to keep reminding, and yeah. especially uh, for whatever reason, I feel like, gosh, but it happens with both of our boys and girls and in different yeah. ways. But I feel like we continually have to be reminding our young people that um, that is not love. That is not, you're not going to get affection that way. That is not appropriate. Um, And although it might feel good to have the, you know, to send a neuter, to have the affection of that other person, the danger of that is just very dangerous. And it makes sense. I mean, we work with adolescents. Mm -hmm. These teenagers, they don't know what a healthy relationship. They haven't. Mm -hmm. 
you know, this is the first time experiencing a, a dating and yeah. those kind of things. So they're judging it by what they've seen on TV or mm-hmm. in a movie or, you know, who knows? And so um, we as adults make mistakes in our lives. Well, they're going to make mm-hmm. mistakes, but they don't even know. You know what I'm saying? It just, it makes sense how it happens. Mm-hmm. Parents, I'm just telling you, just really be supportive. This is the time, yeah. kind of going back to where we started with, sometimes with like, we were talking about Snapchat and just, you don't have to attack the kid for being mean online. You can create a conversation and actually have that parent conversation about right and wrong. Absolutely. Where it needs to take place, which is at home, face-to-face. And parents just have that opportunity. It's an opportunity for parents to yep. really connect and show care and love for their kid. Um, and so the sexting thing is the exact same way. Exactly. Get law enforcement to help you. And your, yep. your role is support, support, support. Use it as an opportunity uh, to, yep. to have a conversation with your kid. And I think I just mostly wanted to bring it up today is I don't have any answers for the sexting, but I want it, the world to know that yep. we deal with it and we yep. deal with it regularly. And it does not surprise us yep. nor intimidate. I mean, it's, it's intimidating, but it is something that we deal with and we help kids navigate, mostly yeah. help parents navigate a lot. And so we just want to let you know that it is happening. It's happening yeah. probably more than than we think it is. Um, so we're. I, I, you said this just a little bit ago. You said about once a year. I would mm-hmm. say that's probably true for me as well mm-hmm. as far as having to work with uh, law enforcement to help them help a student. Maybe once a year. So it's not like an every day, every no. week, every month kind of thing in, in school. But if we're aware of it once a year, continually once a year, um, it just worries about how many times it's going on out there. So, And I don't think it hurts to, to share Nebraska state statutes with your kids. Yep. I know that's a lot of information for them, but what could happen if you were to get a yep. photo and then share it is pretty darn dangerous. What yep. could happen if you were the one who initially yep. sent it? Um, it, those statutes changed a little bit in September to try to protect kids more. I think yeah. they're going in the right direction, to be honest, that that they're not putting kids on the sex offender registry as often um, for some of that things. But, it, I mean, it would not mm-hmm. hurt to even read them to your student. We do, too, here, and just make sure um, that they understand the repercussions of some of that. Mm-hmm. But I think all of it comes back to, like, you can monitor without being enemy mm-hmm. number one. What a Model blessing it. to have conversations that are hard. Um, modeling it. Model it. Positive online presence, baby. Yeah. I'm all about that for colleges. They're all Brand. about that. Yeah, it's branding. I mean, we try to do it with, you know, right now, if you're watching on YouTube, you're branding a, an image yeah. at the bottom of the screen right now. Um, we're trying to... We'll put do, our host names. Oh, yeah. Uh, we try to do some branding with uh, Shattered High School so we can kind mm-hmm. of... Uh, we're trying to, in other words, get ahead of the curve and, and put positive messages out there. So we're trying to model this um, in a positive way and, cre- and create a positive culture through Shattern High School. So hopefully we're doing that. I, give us some feedback. Um, uh, this is a, a huge topic. We could have broke this up and left sexting, could have yeah. been its whole thing. But I think when we talk social media, I like that we talked a little bit about mm-hmm. everything we see with it to kind of cover it. Um, if we need to some other time to come back and dig it apart. But um but I think it monitor, model, yep. and be positive online. Be positive online. So we are positively done with this episode. We'll be back next week at noon. If you kind of notice, it's a little bit closer to 12.15 <laughs> by the time we get in here. I was still eating, trying to it's run It's lunch, in and so yeah. there's a lot of kids in my office, and Mr. Mac does lunch duty out there, so we're usually a little closer to 12.15, but we're trying to get as close to noon as we can. Join us next week. Uh, we will promote the topic beforehand. And I'm having a hard time deciding where to look. Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, or all the places. Subscribe on iTunes. And I really do want... 
I'm waiting for a parent email or a kid email about what topic they want us to cover next. Absolutely. Lead us. Throw some ideas. We, right. we do have a list, so we'll just kind of keep Keep addressing but as soon as we get to what was that that's like um that's like calling your dj and getting a putting a request in for yeah love it throw a request in hit me up one time all right see you we are cardinal cast see you next week